0: And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to go backwards. Normally, I try to talk about the things that will take you forward. Today, I'm going to talk about the things that will take you backwards, I promise I'll only do this today and once every few months, maybe once, twice a year at the most. But sometimes the only way you can talk about things is to talk about the negative side of what's going on in the world. And so today I've got four negative topics I want to attack and see if I can get to them. The first topic is about a gentleman by the name of Grant Cardone. Now, you've heard me for years talk about Dave Ramsey as doing the wrong thing, teaching people to be too conservative. And for people that were crazy, Dave Ramsey was a great product for them. But he took already conservative people and made them too conservative where they couldn't be successful. I used to draw this picture of me and Dave Ramsey, and Dave Ramsey was at the side of a ravine, and there was a stick figure down the bottom of the ravine, and Dave Ramsey was lowering a rope down to him to help him get out of debt. Then there was behind Dave a mountain, and me standing on the top of the mountain, go, Dave, when you're done with them, send them up to me, and I'll show him how to be rich. So, I've been doing this for 30 years. I have over 50,000 clients, and a very large percentage of those clients have become very successful very large percentage, and very successful. But what I'm seeing now is there's is another guy. The guy, first of all, says that he's been in real estate for 30 years. I just remember him being a used car salesman. His name is Grant Cardone. And he used to teach classes 10 years ago about how to improve your used car salesman's ability to sell or your car salesman's ability to sell. He was a car salesman. That's what he was. But he claims now that he's been a real estate investor and a syndicator for 30 years. I would really like to look that up and have him prove that little argument right there. I don't think so. I can prove that I've been a real estate investor for 30 years because I've been doing it and teaching it and own real estate and can prove it. I'd like to see him prove he's been doing it for 30 years. I think he said he bought one rent house 30 years ago, and that made him a real estate investor, okay? I think that's what he says. I'm not trying to call him a liar. What I'm trying to point out is something completely different, and that is... Something called ten X. And by the way, you're saying, Dell, well, why are you talking about it? You're probably going to increase the sales. I probably will increase the sales. I have no ill will towards Grant Cardone. But what he is doing is destroying some of my members' lives. How would he do that, Dell? Well, he's teaching people that are already successful millionaires, already syndicators, to go over there and join up with him and he's teaching them this theory everybody's money is your money. It's my money. It's my money. Give me my money. Give me my money. You can listen to them on TV. You can go on the internet and listen to them. It's give me my money. It's my money. My money. My money. I teach people, it's our money. It's our investment. It's do good by your investors. But that's not what Grant Cardone teaches. Grant Cardone teaches, you need to 10X your success. So, to 10X your success, you got to step on some people along the way. And what do I mean, step on him? I mean, you got to get him to give you your money. So it's your money, your money, your money. And as a syndicator, I'm sure this guy's making millions. I mean, just the way he operates, I can see it. He's a good promoter and he's teaching people to promote themselves. In his course, one of the most important parts of it is to start doing Facebook and Instagram, and marketing the heck out of yourself. Every single day, put something online about yourself, so you become famous, like he's famous. But what he's doing is teaching these people to focus on themselves and their marketing career instead of their businesses. And these type of people at Lifestyles, I've seen it happen, they get to the point where they have so many properties, they market themselves so much, they get so many deals, that they can't manage the deals anymore, and their results start to go down. Doesn't happen right away, but you can see it. They've taken the focus away from operating their business correctly to being a full-time marketing person. And that's what Grant teaches them. That's what Grant does. Grant doesn't operate his own properties. These people that are going to his course are operators and syndicators but he's turning them into just syndicators and losing the operations time. Remember, there's only so much time you can spend in your business. Either you spend it operating or you spend it syndicating. Let's take for an example. Grant has all these training courses. They are a leader to getting people to invest in his deals. And he keeps buying indiscriminately all over the country, paying more than what things are probably worth in some cases. But it doesn't even matter if he's good at it. He's taking such large amounts from the deals that he's getting rich from it. Nothing wrong with that if he can pull it off. And I'm sure he does. He is doing it. But the point is, those people can't be in a group of people like mine where they're trusted to take and make decisions that are best for the whole, not for the individual. He's teaching individualism. I'm teaching community. And I I probably believe he's probably wealthier than I am. And he probably will continue to be. And maybe some of the people he teaches will end up being wealthier than I am. But I can tell you this. The people I work with are thought about taken care of. And the money they invest is being watched. Now, Realize this. I stopped syndicating a while back. I did because I thought everybody else needed a chance to do it and not me. Secondly, once you get wealthy enough, you don't need to syndicate to make money anymore. You just invest the money you have. There are some people, though, that they never get to that satisfactory level in their life. They keep syndicating and growing and growing and growing. And they want jet planes and they want yachts and they want to be super, super rich. I get that. No problem. Except this. Lifestyles is not about the money. It's about the lifestyle. And the people that are going to this program of his are coming out changed people. They want it all for themselves. And that just doesn't work in the environment we live in. People are investing in our lead investors, which is a term I made up, which is a syndicator, but we call them leads because they're certified in our lead training program. People are investing with our leads because they feel comfortable and safe that these people are going to follow the rules of investing. We have rules of investing. Now, we obviously don't have any control over their businesses. They do whatever they want, and if they're successful, it's because of themselves, following the education we give them, and being a hard worker and doing the right thing. But what's happening is, all of that success, which can grow and grow and grow forever and get bigger and bigger and bigger, is being polluted with the concept that, I need to grow faster. Not grow better, grow faster and faster and faster to the point where I lose, I take my eye off the ball. Take my eye off the ball of operations, of rates of return, of success for my passive investors. It's all about me. Grant Cardone has a saying, look him up. It's my money. You got my money. You got to give me my money. Get my money back. Give me my money. It's my money, my money, my money. He says it all the time. It's in almost every video he does my money it's not your money grant it's their money and i want to talk to you if you want to talk to me i'll go on with you live if you really got the guts to go on with me live we'll go on live and talk about how you think everybody's money is your money because grant it's not your money it's their money and i want them to make money with their money so they can retire and be as happy as two fat cat rich guys like us Today I'm uh, doing what I call a negative radio show. Sometimes in life there's just no other way to get across your point than to attack somebody else and somebody else's point. And today I've got a bunch of things that are just bugging the bejeebers out of me. I mean, it's just driving me crazy. And the one I did in the first segment was uh, about Grant Cardone and how Grant Cardone is teaching people to be selfish and single-mindedly interested in their wealth and nobody else's while using other people's money to get there. For 30 years now, I've, number one, taught people how to invest real estate on their own so they will get rich. Grant Cardone teaches people how to invest in his deals. I teach people to take care of your passive investors, the people putting the money in the deal. And I've set up rules and regulations in my group. If you're going to invest here, you need to follow these rules. You don't have to follow them. I mean, it's, I don't have a police state, but you can leave. But if, you, if you're not going to follow my rules, you're going to be gone, and I've got a bunch of people that have gone to Grant Cardone, that I think we're going to have to ask to leave. It's just every person that's ever gone to Grant Cardone has become ego maniacal. Ego maniacal means ego's a good thing. Ego drives you to success. but ego maniacal, drive you to success at other people's expense. That's the difference. And I'm doing this on the radio for two reasons. One, I hope some of you will realize that this type of investing is what people think really goes on out there, because it is. The stock market and the investment world is all about me, 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 and I take other people's money, you know, buy low, sell high, you know, win, 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 win at the expense of other people. Whereas I believe business is completely different. I believe if you help enough other people in this world get what they want, you can have whatever you want. Completely different point of view in life. And Grant Cardone has been around for a while, but he was a used car salesman. And he taught car sales and salesmanship. And then out of the blue, after I started having massive success and people around me were having massive success in real estate, he saw it, copied it, and became a syndicator. And... Then told everybody, because he's a great salesman, but he's a bit of an exaggeration machine. He told everybody he's been doing syndications for 30 years. He has not. Let's see the facts. Bring them forward. I don't think so. I've got attorneys. You've got attorneys. I know we both have attorneys. Let's look at the facts and see if that's actually true or if you're just marketing well above and beyond your facts. I'm willing to throw a few attorneys at this thing. Let's see. But the point is, I don't miss. I don't dislike Grant Cardone. I actually like his material. It's fun to listen to. He's very motivational. But I don't like his business approach. That's my theory against his theory. His theory works. I know it does. There's a lot of greedy people out there that make a lot of money by being greedy. No doubt. And the greedier you are, and the, more, the harder you're willing to work at it. But think about this. Here's the theory: You need to be putting and everybody that goes to Grand Cardone, this is exactly what they do the second after I see them come back from the Grand Cardone seminars. They start putting a thousand videos of themselves on Facebook, Instagram and Snapchat, whatever. I don't watch all this stuff so I don't know. You'll notice I don't have any videos, any of those things. Because I don't promote myself. I promote members and their successes. I don't promote me. But he's telling them to promote themselves because by promoting yourself, then you're promoting your business through by promoting yourself. You realize I don't have the Del Wamsley real estate program. There's the Lifestyles Unlimited real estate program. 30 years ago, I decided this is not about me. I'm already wealthy. I'm already happy. This is about teaching other people to get the success in life that I've been lucky enough to get. But that's not what this guy's doing. He's teaching people that he's successful because he was greedy. He was selfish. And they should be greedy and selfish, too. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. There's only 12 hours in a day, unless you stay up all night long. If you spend all day long, every day, putting out videos of what you're doing, they call it content, by the way. All these people are telling you, you got to increase your content. doesn't matter how good it is. That's irrelevant. you just got to be on the Internet. And these guys all act like, I don't know this. I've got three or four marketing supervisors that work for me that are insanely good at all this stuff, but I don't do it. I focus on making sure my members and my customers are being taken care of. I got marketing people, but Grant Cardone teaches these people to start spending all your time marketing. The second you start spending all your time marketing, you can't be watching your business. Who is out there shopping your market for rent increases? Who is out there making sure that your apartments and your units are all clean and functional? Who's out there watching your employees and keeping them from stealing from you and or being mean to to customers? Who out there is taking care of business? It's not you anymore because you're a video montage. And there's a group of people that almost have to exclusively fall into his way of thinking. And these are the maniacal monsters. You can see them. Look on Facebook. They take pictures of themselves everywhere they go. Here's the things that will show that you have become one of these. You take pictures of yourself in front of jet airplanes. You take pictures of yourself in front of fast cars. You take pictures of yourself in expensive restaurants and hotels and beaches, and you show yourself off all over the world. Who needs to know that you were standing next to an expensive car or standing next to an expensive jet? Are you supposed to make people believe you own those things? Or even if you do own those things, like Grant Cardone, what does it do for me as a customer of Grant Cardone to know that he's standing by a jet that I bought him? Because I gave him enough money to buy that jet, and I gave him enough money to buy that expensive car. What good does that do me to know that he's successful? He's not putting me in front of other people showing how successful I am, and that's what we do at Lifestyles. We put our members in front of people and show how successful they are. Big difference. We care about you being successful. He cares about himself being successful, but the only thing he can teach is what he knows, and what he knows is how to make himself successful and how you can be successful by being just like him. I teach you how to be successful by being just like me. In other words, caring about where the money comes from, caring about... Three or four different groups of people. Number one, the people that invested with you. Number two, your clients, your customers, your renters, and number three, your vendors—the people that do the work for you and you pay them—and your employees. Those are the people you should care about. He cares about me, 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 and I. It's my money, my money, my money. Give me. They, they, they've, I'm a teacher. They got my money. I'm going to get my money. I just—you got to listen to him one time. When you hear him do that, my money, my money, my money. They got my money. I'm going to get my money back. Then you'll understand what I'm talking about. So that's all I have to say at this moment. But uh, Grant, if you want to come on the radio with me and talk about it, I'd be happy to talk to you about maybe you've got a different point of view and maybe I'm not getting it right. If I'm not getting it right, no problem. Let's talk about it. But until then, I'm telling you, my members are being destroyed by your conversation. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Dell Wamsley i had a complex and the complex was based on the fact that when i went to school or i hang out in the neighborhood kids didn't want to play with me now in this day and age oh fat people are loved it's okay to be fat you can't blame people you can't fat shame people you can't. but when i was a kid you got fat shamed and so i had a goal at that point in my life in that chapter to get out of that i didn't want to be that fat kid even though i was smarter than everybody else they called on other people because i don't know they're just prejudiced against dealing with fat people so I didn't decide that I was going to go march in the streets and try to change the world. I looked in the mirror and said, dude, you're fat. <laughs> you need to change. So I went on and got the information. And there was everything I needed to know in that chapter of my life. That was a chapter of my life. Fitness was a chapter of my life. We'll be right back with the Del Womsey Radio Show. Get richer and the poor get poorer, not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge. When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income. For over 30 years, our successful members share their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into the knowledge, attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Today I am venting my negativity on the world. Um, some topics just have to be gone at negatively. Sometimes you just have to make a stand intellectually, and you have to fight back against bad ideas. And fighting back against bad ideas may not help you learn the good ideas, but they may save some people from making big mistakes. So the next one is a guy sent me an email today. He said, Dell, what do I do? And he said, be aware, red alert, Assembly Bill 854 has passed committees and onto the floor vote by Assembly Bill 854 may force you to stay in rental business even if you are losing money. Now, obviously, this is from California. California is the land of the fruit and nuts. There's no doubt about that. We know that. But the bottom line is, is that California has a belief system liberalism has a belief system that they should take what you own you can't own anything you don't really own anything they the masses own everything and it's just on loan to you and that you have to do what they want you to do with it and so you see now the government has been doing this for the last four or five years been going left 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 farther and farther and farther left and the country is being destroyed by this theory now by the way when I was growing up, I was a liberal. I'm a social liberal and a financial conservative. So you can't nail me down and say, oh, you're a right-wing nut. No, I don't like right-wing people either. I just see what these cuckoo for Cocoa Puff people are doing. So here we are with this bill. Let's talk about what this thing is saying. In California, in many cities, and I don't know the percentage of cities or or counties or wherever it's at, they have rent controls because they think that People should have the right to be able to live in these pieces, very, very expensive pieces of real estate, at a very, very low rent rate. And if you ever move into a rental property and you have a rent-controlled property, they can't raise your rent on you. Or if they can, it's a very small amount over a long period of time. So, a lot of people that are real estate investors are getting fed up with it when they're seeing the rents are going up by double digits. I mean, 10%, 15% a year in the rest of the country. And they're saying, okay, I'm going to take my property out of the rental market field, I'm sell my property and get out of here. And a lot of people are leaving California. And by the way, this guy goes, what can I do? And I told him, get out while you can before they won't even let you sell your property, which is what this bill basically says. It's trying to eliminate a bill that was enacted in 1985 called the Ellis Act. The Ellis Act allowed landlords to evict residential tenants to go out of the rental business despite any desires for local government to compel them to continue to provide housing. The Ellis Act was passed in response to the California Supreme Court's decision in Nash versus City of Santa Monica that held that municipalities could not prevent landlords from evicting their tenants to go out of business. This bill, this number 854 bill, is basically saying we're going to override this. We're going to get rid of the Ellis Act so that, and I'll read this to you. It says, Assembly Bill 854, proposed by Democratic Northern California Assembly Member Alex Lee, seeks to strip the rental property owner of their rights to leave the rental housing business, even when you may be losing money. Assembly Bill 854 is another retread attack on the California Ellis Act, and if passed, and eventually signed by the governor, it could become state law compelling you to continue to offer housing for rent or or lease. So you're losing money because the costs of operation in California are astronomically high. Your rents are held down by rent controls. And so you're losing money. The only logical thing for you to do is to sell that property to somebody who's got money, enough money to afford to live there, and get out of the rental business. And what they're saying is you can't do that you won't be able to sell your own rental property. Now, folks, I'm telling you this. If it were me, it's easy to see. Thousands upon thousands of people have left California. Lifestyles members, I know hundreds of Lifestyles members that have left California. I could name them left and right on both hands. And they're happy to get out of there. Yes, it's a beautiful place to live. If you don't get burnt up by a fire or killed by an earthquake, it's an incredibly beautiful place. I like to visit. But if you look at their tax structure, their state tax, income tax structure, and you look at their landlord laws and you look at their real estate laws, you have to understand that it's really a communist state. It's the communist state of California. And the amount of poverty and the people living on the streets and urinating and defecating right on the sidewalk in major expensive parts of town is just too much to put up with. So In my mind, I don't live there, but this guy asked me what to do. And I'm just telling you, I'm going to put this out today, a negative comment. Get out of there. Let those leftists have their state. Because you know what's going to happen? They're going to run out of money. And when they run out of money, they're going to have to change. Just like everywhere else, they're going to have to realize that people are not going to be willing to keep paying these amounts of taxes, not willing to live under this totalitarian regime, and they're going to move. And because they are moving, states like Texas and Florida are growing radically fast. My real estate values are going up so fast, I can't even imagine it. And people go, well, is it going to ever stop? Is it ever going to stop? It's not going to stop as long as there's California. There's New York City. It's not going to stop. Because these liberal bastions are going to keep sending people out of there. And who's going to move? Well, the poor people can't move. They're living on a sidewalk. It's going to be the rich people. It's going to be the successful middle-class people. They're the ones that are leaving, and they're leaving in droves. The net negative growth of population in California is unbelievable. Same thing, net negative population in New York. It's unbelievable. Net positive growth of population in Arizona, Texas, Florida, some other East Coast states. They're growing rapidly. And they're growing rapidly because people do not want to be controlled and manipulated by a totalitarian government. So what's the answer to this guy? What do you do? Sell that property now before that bill passes. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. Get out of there. Because they're not going to let you sell it. The way this law is written, it says you're going to have to wait five consecutive years of giving notice that you want to get out of that property. And part of it says... You have to give 10 consecutive years. The proposed bill would also require rental property owners to notify the local jurisdiction of the intention to withdraw the property from the rent or lease and identify each person or entity having an ownership interest in the property, which information would be made publicly available, which would lower the value of your property. You see, they came up with this idea a long time ago that they really own your property. They really control your property. You don't really own it. And that's just not right, guys. How long can these leftist lunatics stay in power? Now, everywhere I watch TV, news-wise, they're saying they won't. They're saying these guys are going down in midterm election and going down bad. But I don't think they will until you all vote. Vote with your feet. Get out of California. Vote with your vote. Vote these idiots out. It's up to you. Which, in the next segment, I'm going to talk about something completely different, and that is crime. Why do you guys want crime? Why do the leftists want crime? Why are they doing everything they can do to increase crime? Why do they not feel it? Why do they not feel the crime, but we feel the crime? What is it these leftists have about crime? What's making them do that? These are not poor people that run government. Nancy Pelosi's not poor. She's a billionaire. And the rest of these, all these other politicians, they're not poor. They're rich. But they're on this thing about crime. They don't mind crime. It's okay if you rob. It's okay if you steal. It's okay if you attack people. Let's let them all out. I just want to know why. Why? Why are all these people doing this? Somebody tell me. Somebody educate me why we believe that crime is good. I just don't understand. If you're just tuning in, today has been my negativity show. I do one of these every six months or so. And it's to cover the topics that just can't be touched upon by positive, motivational-type conversation. Sometimes you just have to take a stand against stuff that's just ridiculous. And so I've already covered in the first three segments of the show, some stuff that's pretty important. I'm not going to recap it. I want you just to go and listen to the podcast and get it, but it's very important stuff. could cost you millions of dollars if you don't listen to it. But now I'm going to cover two more topics that I think are important. The next one is about attorneys that give you the wrong advice. You pay a lot of money for an attorney to help you, but some attorneys have no idea what they're doing. What do you call an attorney who was last in his class in law school, the very worst one of all the students, you call him counselor, he's still an attorney. And you basically have to understand that there's good attorneys and good attorneys, and I've run into both. I've had bad attorneys and got my booty kicked by good attorneys, and I've had good attorneys that have kicked other people's attorneys' booty. But the bottom line is, is that it's sad that the level of education, information, and or support, and especially legal advice, and accounting advice is so skewed. So a guy sent me this email this week. I'm going to read it to you. It says, uh, I have four units in San Diego. Everything in San Diego is very expensive. Titled in a family-limited partnership. Banks will not lend to me any money due to the title. Worth around $1.2 million to $1.5 million, only owing $130,000. I want to cash out and buy more apartments. I'm a member of Lifestyles. Please advise me. Well, the problem with this... He said, I can't advise you, number one, I'm not an attorney. But number two, it's your attorney that got you in this problem. Limited partnerships have not been used in the last 30 years. 30 years ago, I started real estate investing. And back then, everything was done inside of limited partnerships. But then somebody realized with a limited partnership, you have to have the passively invested people who have no control of the business at all. And the one general partner that has all the control that general partner is liable. And so, usually, they set it up as a corporation, so you sue the corporation as the the liable partner. The problem with this limited partnership concept is that the passives have no say whatsoever, cannot have any say in the business. And that's why they have no liability, because they have no say. And 30 years ago, they came up with a thing called the LLC, Limited Liability Company, where everybody in the company is a limited investor, limited liability investor. And one or more people is a managing partner of the limited liability company. All of my businesses are in LLCs or S-corporations. And S-corporations don't work either tax-wise. They only work if you have a service business and you're pulling your money out as part salary and part profit, where you don't have to pay Social Security and Medicare on the whole amount of money you make as the owner of a business. But other than that, they don't work either. So this limited family partnership concept is I'm going to take all my assets out of my name and put them in this family partnership. And because we're in a family partnership, you can't sue me for my assets. I don't own anything. My family partnership owns everything. But what does that tell you? It tells you, you don't own anything. And because you don't own anything, you can't go get a loan on it because you don't own it. It's inside of a limited family partnership. And it's stupid. Nobody does this stuff anymore. I went to my attorneys for you know estate planning and so forth. They laughed. It's, it's, nobody uses a limited family partnership anymore, Dell, I had thought about it. says, said, you, maybe I should do that, put all my stuff inside a limited family partnership. And you know, have my wife and my daughter and I be limited family partners, and I be the general partner and make all decisions, but the, they can't get to the assets because I don't own them. They're owned by the family. The limited family partnership owns everything because the family owns it. And you can't get to those assets because... If you sue me, you wouldn't be suing me and I own nothing. That's the concept, right? My attorneys laughed me out of the water. Said, nobody does that anymore. It's not the way to do it. Now, I'm not going to tell you what they did tell me to do because I really don't even totally understand how trusts work and how estate planning works and everything. I'm not an expert in that by any way, shape or form. I just know this. This guy is in this problem because some legal eagle set his family up in a limited family partnership. Consult your attorney. I'm not an attorney. Consult your attorney and then have him listen to this. And if you still believe a limited family partnerships, the right thing for you, well, then that's between you and your attorney and God. I'm telling you, they're not going to lend you money because you don't own anything. That's what the limited family partnership is about. You don't own anything. So you can't take the money out. Now we get an attorney on here, tell you what to do. Maybe you need to sell all the assets out of limited family partnership. Maybe you sell them out of the partnership to yourself. I don't know. I really don't know. I just know that some attorney, somebody had to be the last guy in his legal law school class, had to be the dumbest guy in the class who didn't study, who messed around, barely passed. That's this guy, whoever wrote this person's stuff. All right, now, I'm going to finish today with one more thought. I guarantee you, I want you to write this down. I guarantee you the next biggest scam that comes across this country is the Democrats are going to try to say, that the Republicans Remember, I'm not either one of these. I don't believe in being either one of these. But the Democrats are going to say the Republicans came up with the idea of reducing police force. Because they're going to say it's a budgetal thing. They defund police. The left is going to try to say the right came up with it. Because the left lies about everything. And now that everybody's unhappy about the results from that, they're going to try to say the right did it. Write it down it's not just the money it's the lifestyle here's del wamsley first day i went to dallas my gosh there was 350 people in my first seminar there it blew my mind then i realized there is pent-up desire for our product everywhere for people that need help they need to figure out how to retire they need to figure out how to supplement their income they need passive income and they need motivational direction and so Dallas took off, it just blew up and all of a sudden we were like double the size in no time at all. And then, after that, we had people complaining that we needed something down in San Antonio and Austin, so we opened up in San Antonio. Then we had people complaining it was too far to drive from Austin to go to San Antonio, so we opened up in Austin. We have people that um, started accumulating out on the West Coast, and Phoenix seemed to be a great place to buy, so everybody was buying in Phoenix, so we opened up in Phoenix. And then, people accumulated on the East Coast, and Atlanta's kind of the central hub for the East Coast. So, we have offices in all of these different places now you just have to ask yourself how did that happen now that's just the office the members there's members in every state 50 states in union internationally also and remember this it's not the money my money my money my money it's the lifestyle have a great day <laughs>